0: Batting second and playing third base, Jim Gilliam. Batting in the third position, at first base, Ron Fairley. Batting fourth and playing left field, Tommy Davis. Batting fifth in right field, Frank Howard. The sixth batter will be the catcher, John Roseborough. Batting seventh and playing center field, Willie Davis. The eighth batter will be the shortstop, Dick Trusiewski. And batting ninth and pitching for the Dodgers, Don Drysdale. Laurie Wolves has been sidelined once again because of a calcium deposit in his foot. He'll be out of action for tonight's game and possibly a little bit more. For the New York Mets, manager Casey Stengel here before his hometown crowd has selected Charlie Neal to lead off and play second base. Batting second and playing in right field, Ed Greenball. And we'll continue with the starting lineups right after our national anthem. second base, Ron has now hit in 13 of his last 14 games. He leads the ball club in batting average. Batting fourth in left field, Duke Snyder playing for the first time against his former teammates out here in Los Angeles. Batting fifth and playing first base, Tim Harkness. The sixth batter will be the catcher, Choo Choo Coleman. Batting seventh and playing center field, Jim Hickman. The eighth man will be Chico Fernandez. He'll be playing shortstop and on the mound, Carl Willie batting night. Well, what is the one thing most people associate with baseball? Well, I'll bet that if you asked around, the answer you'd hear most often is an ice cold glass of beer. And if those people happen to be New Yorkers, well then, that beer has just got to be Rheingold, New York's favorite. What accounts for this popularity? Two words tell you, extra dry. You see, a dry beer is crisp to the taste, more naturally refreshing. And Rangold is the extra dry beer. Extra dry to be extra refreshing. And after all, isn't that what you want in your beer? Sure it is. So why wait? Order up or pour yourself a glass of refreshing Rangold and enjoy it. Well, like right now, as we start the ball game, you'll join the millions of people everywhere who say, my beer is Rangold the dry beer. It's beer as beer should taste. Well, the San Francisco Giants won today, day 10-2, to so the Dodgers now trail the Giants by one and a half games. The Dodgers playing fine baseball. They have won seven straight, the longest winning streak by any team in the National League so far this year. They have tied a streak originally set by the Milwaukee Braves. The Mets knocked them off with their winning streak of seven in a row, so the Mets have a chance right here to stop the Dodgers as they move along on a very fine homestand. Big news today, one of the big events of the day being the fact that Gil Hodges was given his free agency by the Mets in order for Gil to take the job as manager of the Washington Senators. We'll have more about that a little bit later on, but right now the action's about to get underway. A beautiful night for baseball, and leading off for the Mets is Johnny Neal, and leading off for the announcers up here is Lindsey Nelson. Thanks very much, Ralph Kiner. Big Don Drysdale on the mound tonight for... The Los Angeles Dodgers, he has a record of four victories and four losses. Charlie Neal in with a batting average of .230. Drysdale into the windup, and here's the pitch, and he swung on and missed for strike one. Don Drysdale, of course, the big winner in Major League Baseball last year when he won 25 games and was the recipient of the Cy Young Award, symbolic of the outstanding job done by a pitcher in the Major leagues. Here is the pitch swung on and missed. Two-strike count to Charlie Neal. Salahima is coaching at free space for the Mets, and Cookie Lovage out around at third. Drysdale looks in to get a sign. Has it now. Here is the pitch, and it misses outside for a ball. Last year, Drysdale won 25 and lost 9 against the Mets. He had a record of four victories and one loss last year. Started five times against the Mets. Pitch four complete games. Here's a swing and a ground ball to the right side. Oliver has it at second. Plays on to Fairly at first in time for the out. So Charlie Neal has grounded out this one away, and that brings up Ed Greenpool. Greenpool playing right field tonight with Tim Harkness at first base. Greenpool has a batting average of 225. He has seven doubles, two triples, one home run, and seven runs batted in. Drysdale with a big windup, And the pitch. It's in there for a call strike. Just a few moments ago, Don Drysdale was on the phone with Gil Hodges, wishing him the very best of luck and congratulating him on his job as the manager of the Washington Senators. Here's a swing and a drive bound on the left field line, curving on into the stands. A two-strike count to Ed Cranpool. Drysdale is tied with Sandy Koufax for the National League lead in strikeouts. Each has 59. Drysdale has 27 strikeouts in 25 innings. That's the fastball high and away. It's one and two. Crainfield swings the bat as he waits. Here is the one-two pitch. Let up outside and it's two and two. The Dodgers have Ron Fairley at first base, Nate Teewee Oliver at second, Dick Trzezewski at short, and Jim Gilliam around at third. Tommy Davis is in left field, Willie Davis in center, and Frank Howard in right. And now the 2-2 offering. Swung on and fouled off, and the count holds at 2-2. Two two. As Ralph Conner told you, Maury Wills is out of the lineup tonight. You'll recall that he played every game for the Dodgers last season, the only member of the Dodgers squad to do that. Here's 2-2 pitch. Swung on and it's a fly ball down the left field line. Tommy Davis gives it a run in foul territory and makes the catch down the line and left in foul territory. Two away. That brings up Ron Hunt, the Mets' second baseman who is batting 3 Six doubles, one triple, three home runs, 11 runs batted in. Duke Snyder moves out to the on-deck position now for the Mets. When the starting lineups were announced here tonight, there was a big roar, a big cheer when Duke Snyder was announced. This will be Snyder's first appearance against his former teammates. Here's the pitch to Ron Hunt. It's outside for ball. Ron Hunt in and waiting. Drysdale starts the motion now. And here's the pitch. It is swung on and missed. It's one and one. Huntbacks out of the batter's box. Two men out and nobody on base. The game having just begun here at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Drysdale with the 1-1 pitch. And it's in there for a call strike two. 1-2. The 1-2 pitch. It's hung on and missed. He tried to check it but took it around. And that is the first try I got for Drysdale. And the top of the first, the Mets. Got no runs on, no hits, no errors, and none left. The end of a half inning. It's the Mets nothing, and the Dodgers coming up. Nothing. Well, you know, you've heard us say it's beer as beer should taste. Well, think of that for a moment. Isn't that what you want in a beer? Don't you want a beer that's refreshingly dry to the taste, with a flavor that's brisk and bright and clean to your through? Well that is Rheingold. Rheingold is brewed to be just that. Brewed of the choicest ingredients. Brewed the long, slow, costly way. Rheingold is everything you look for in beer. And dry tells you why. Yes, extra dry means Rheingold's a better beer. It's a wonderful beer. And extra dry means Rheingold beer is more refreshing. The more refreshing a beer is, the more you're gonna enjoy it. So enjoy Bye. Gold Rheingold beer. Join the millions who have made Rheingold New York's largest selling beer. We are going to the bottom half of the first inning. And Carl Willie is on the mound for the New York Mets. Willie has a record of four victories and two losses. He has two shutouts this year, one against the Cubs and one against the Giants. 31 years of age. His lifetime record against the Dodgers, four victories and five losses. He's stepping into the batter's box for the Dodgers, second baseman, Nate Peewee Oliver. Hitting two sixty-five. Last year in Spokane, Oliver batted three seventeen. So he went south this year as the number one candidate for the second base job. With the Dodgers. Somebody has unloosed a flock of balloons on the upper deck here. Here is a pitch swung on and it's a fly ball to right that is sending Greenville back, but he's there and he makes the catch for the out. Oliver hopping on the first ball pitch for a fly to right. One away, nobody on and switch hitter Jim Gilliam is coming up. Gilliam is batting 3 Seven doubles, two triples, one home run, and ten runs batted in. Gilliam, of course, batting left against right-hander Carl Willey. Willie is getting a sign from Choo-Choo Coleman. It's in there for a call strike. The Mets with an infield of Tim Harkness at first base, Ron Hunt at second, Chico Fernandez at short, and... Charlie Neal at third. Snyder's in left, Hickman in center, and Cranepool in right. That's in there for a call strike to Gilliam. Tim Harkness has been out of action since the final game of the Giants series with twisted ankle and is still very sore, but he told manager Casey single tonight that he thought he was all right to play, so Casey stuck him into the lineup. Earl Willie with a two-strike pitch to Gilliam. Swung on and pulled off foul on the ground out of play. Two-strike count. Of course, as Ralph indicated, the big news around town this afternoon was the fact that Gil Hodges, who spent so many years in the uniform of the Dodgers before coming to the New York Mets, has been made manager of the Washington Senators. His two-strike pitch, and it's high for a ball. It's one and two now to Jim Gilliam. With one man out and nobody on base for the Dodgers. No score in the game, bottom half of the first inning. Carl Willey with the windup and the pitch. It's high and away for a ball. It's 2-2. Ron Farrelly swinging bats on deck now. Joe Becker coaching at first base for the Dodgers. And Leo DeRocher on the coaching lines around at third. Absolutely no wind blowing here at Dodger Stadium at this moment. Here is a 2-2 pitch. That up swung on and is punched into left field. Snyder coming fast and he makes the catch on the run. Duke Snyder coming on to steer the line drive to the opposite field. Off the bat of Jim Gilliam. Two men out, nobody on, and Ron Fairley is coming up. Leading the Dodgers in bat his average right now is an even 3.50. Ten doubles, four home runs, 30 runs batted in. This was the fellow they thought uh, they were going to be able to deal somewhere. They figured he might be surplus when they went south this year. They thought Scowin would be the first baseman and the Davis boys and Howard in the outfield. Swing and a drive in the center. Hickman coming on and he tries to shoot straight so and it And it's now moving on to second run fairly. Actually, he was able to get a glove on it and deflect it back. And Snyder pulls up at second with a double, scored as a double as Hickman tried to shoestring it but could not get a glove on it. he initially appeared to be figuring to play it on the half and then changed his mind, tried to shoestring it and could not come up with the ball and it's a double for Ron Fairley. Two men out, a runner at second base and Tommy Davis is coming up. Davis is hitting 256 with four doubles, two home runs, and 15 runs batted in. Willie is up and set. (laughs) Pitches line and goes deep to left. Going back and splatter. It's going, going, and it is in there for a home run for Tommy Davis. A two-run homer for Tommy Davis. Tommy Davis, that is his third home run of the year. He has 17 runs batted in now. The Dodgers are out right in front here by a score of 2-0. And Frank Howard is coming up. Howard is hitting 287 with five doubles, seven home runs, and 23 runs batted in. Earl Willie getting the sign from Choo Choo Coleman. This pitch is chopped out foul, and it's strike one. that ball into the seats. Beyond the 380 sign, the seat's in left field. Here is the strike one pitch. And it's in there for a call strike two. Willie with the big motion. Just misses inside. It's one and two. Roseboro is now on deck for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are closing out their homestand here tonight as they move up Friday night to take on the Giants at Candlestick Park. The Mets move to St. Louis Friday night to take on the Cardinals in the weekend series. Here's a swing and a miss, and Carl Willie strikes out Frank Howard for his first strikeout of the evening. In the bottom of the first, the Dodgers got two runs. On two hits, no errors and none left. At the end of an inning, it is the Dodgers two and the Mets nothing. The Mets will be in St. Louis for the weekend, and then they'll be coming home to open up against the Chicago Cubs. That's the Polo Grounds on Tuesday night. That's May 28th. The 29th is off, and then a Memorial Day doubleheader on May 30th, where the Cubs meeting the Mets. Ron Sando, Bob Buell, Larry Jackson, Andre Rogers, Dick Ellsworth. The Chicago Cubs are off to a fine start this year. So make your plans to come out to the Polo Grounds Tuesday night and again on Memorial Day. The Pittsburgh Pirates will be in on Friday night, May 31st, Saturday afternoon, June 1st, and the doubleheader on Sunday, June 2nd. The Pirates, of course, with Roberto Clemente, Bob Friend, Roy Face, Bill Mazeroski, rookie Bob Bailey and Gummy. It's the first trip in. For both the Cubs and the Powers, get your tickets now. Here's Duke Snyder coming up to the plate. Duke Snyder making his first appearance against the Dodgers here in Los Angeles. He, of course, appeared against them at the Polo Grounds in New York. And he gets a round of applause. Last year, he was the Dodger captain, of course. That is batting 237, three doubles, six home runs, 16 runs batted in. Don Drysdale starts the motion. The pitch to Snyder, and it's high and away for a ball. Snyder and Drysdale, extremely close friends uh, during Snyder's tenure with the Dodgers. It's pitch for on, and it's a high fly ball to deep right. Going back is Howard, but this is going, going, and it's a home run for Snyder into the right field seat. Listen to the roar for Snyder. Hollywood twist for you. Duke Snyder first time up against his former teammates hitting the ball into the seat in right field and it's a 2-1 ball game it's his 7th home run 396th home run of his career Jim Harkness up, he swings and misses for strike 1 The stand still buzzing about the home run hit by Duke Snyder Hartman swings, and sends a fly ball to center. Willie Davis moves over and gets there in time to make the putout, using his speed to move over into left center field. So with one man out and nobody on, Chu Chu Coleman is coming up. Well, the fans in Los Angeles have been waiting all week to see Snyder in action against the Dodgers. And they saw him as he swung on the second ball pitch by Drysdale and... Sent it into the seats beyond the 380 sign in right field. It's the Dodgers two and the Mets one. Swinging a ground ball right out in front of the plate. Drysdale off the mound. Up where they placed the first in time. Choo Choo is grounded out, pitcher to first, and that will bring up Jim Hickman. Hickman playing center field tonight is batting 244, six doubles, two triples, five home runs, and 23 runs batted in. didn't take Snyder long to get one of those runs back. Hickman standing in there with a wide stance. there with the pitch and it's outside for ball one. Again the pitch. It's outside for ball. 2-0 oh to Jim Hickman. We're in the top half of the second inning at Dodger Stadium, the concluding game of this series. Hickman waits for the 2-0 pitch. It's fastball in there for a call strike. Two and one. This is the fourth game of the series. The Dodgers have taken the first three games, but all extremely closely contested. Here's a swing and a foul ball off. It's two and two. Dodgers won uh, both ends of the doubleheader on Sunday. One to nothing, four to two. They won last night, four to two. They lead right here, two to one. 2-2 pitch, swung on and has a high fly ball to right field, Frank Howard stands right there, moves over two steps, he's underneath waiting, and he makes the catch, so in the top of the second, the Mets got one run on one hit, the homer by Snyder, no errors, and none left at the end of an inning and a half in Los Angeles, it's the Dodgers 2, the Mets 1. Well, you know, the New York area has just about everything, and today they had a wonderful time greeting astronaut Gordon Cooper up lower Broadway. There's no doubt about it, New York's the most wonderful place in the world. Yes, sir, you name it, New York's got it. Parks, beaches, baseball, football, golf, links, amusements. People in New York have a lot to choose from, and, of course, that goes for beers, too. There are quite a few brands of beer on the market. I think it's really something that, of all the brands of beer available... New Yorkers have made Rheingold Extra Dry their favorite. That's quite a tribute to the quality of Rheingold. Rheingold is brewed of the choicest ingredients, brewed the long, slow, costly way, the extra dry way. An Extra Dry tells you why Rheingold is so wonderful, so much more refreshing. It's beer as beer should taste, frisk and bright and clean, clear through. Why not enjoy the extra refreshment of Rheingold Extra Dry beer? Join all the millions who say... My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. In the bottom half of the second, John Roseborough will lead off for the Dodgers. The catcher, he bats left-handed. Facing right-hand pitcher, Carl Willey on the mound for the Mets. Ken Burkhardt is the umpire behind the plate. Chris Pelacutis at first, Frank Walsh at second, Jocko Conlon at third. This pitch is low for ball one. Again, Willie, with the pitch. And it just misses outside, 2-0. The Yankees have defeated the Kansas City A's by a score of 8-7 in 11 innings. As Mickey Mantle hit a homer in the 11th with nobody on to pull it out. His ninth of this season, 413 of his career. Here's a swing and a fluke back in short. It's going to fall in for a base hit. Snyder up with the ball, plays it back in. And John Rosebury is on with a fluke single to left. And the throw on over to free space, very close as he slid back in safely. That will bring up Willie Davis, who grouped a double down the left field line last night to drive in two runs and tied the score at the time. The Mets were leading 2 nothing to tied it. And the Dodgers then took the lead and won it 4-2. Davis is a left-hand batter. Harkness holds against the runner at first base. Willie checks, and here's the pitch. It is low for a ball. The Dodgers lead here by a score of 2-1. In that game at Yankee Stadium, Hamilton was the winner for the Yanks. And Fisher, the loser in relief. Gino Simoli and Ed Charles had homered in the ballgame for the Kansas City A's before Mantle hit his in the bottom half of the 11th to win it for the Yanks. Here's the pitch, and it's low, blocked by Chu Chu Coleman. 2 0. Oh. Chicago White Sox beat the Washington Senators 9 to 3. Horland the winner, Daniels the loser. Pete Ward Homer, in the first with one on for the White Sox. Orioles beat the Detroit Tigers 2 to 1. Steve Barber the winner, Jim Bunning the loser. Here is a pitch in there for a call strike to Willie Davis. Los Angeles Angels beat the Cleveland Indians 7-6 in 11 innings. Navarro the winner and Bell the loser. Fregosi, Romano, and Whitfield home it in the ballgame. In a day game, the Minnesota Twins beat the Boston Red Sox 3-1. Cut the winner and early the loser. Right here, it's a count of 2-1 to Willie Davis at the plate. He bats number 7 in the batting order. Here's a throw over to first. It's not in time. Roseboro back safely there. Charlie Neal even with a bag at third for the Mets. Here's a pitch swung on and missed. It's two and two. Dodgers have won seven straight games. No team in the majors has won more than seven straight this season. Chicago White Sox won seven straight. So have the... Milwaukee Braves earlier in the year. Here's a throwover. It's not in time. It's two and two. It's you swung on and foul back into the stance and out of play. Count holds at two and two. Ball rebounded all around off the concrete, then off the roof of the field boxes and back onto the field. Nobody got the souvenir. Dick Trzewski is waiting on deck. Here's a throwover, and it's not in time. Rolls a foot or two away from Tim Harkness. He retrieves the ball. Now Davis backs out of the batter's box. Willie checks, 2-2 pitch, led up outside. It's a full count at 3-2, a throw down to first. Roseboro is back safely. Choo-choo Coleman
1: whipping the ball on down to first. Willie's getting
0: his sign as Rosebury leads off the bag at first. Up and set. 3-2 pitch, and it is low. He walks. It rolls away from Chuchu. He comes back to recover. Roseburg takes a wide turn at second and holds. The throw goes to second, but not in time. They were not uh, sending the runner on the pitch, but when it was low and rolled away from Chuchu, then Roseburg made his move to see if he could take the extra base. He could not. That is the first walk given up by Carl Willey. It gives the Dodgers, runners, at first and second with nobody out, and shortstop Dick Krzyzewski coming up is hitting 255 with four runs batted in. The Mets, of course, have to protect against the possibility of a sacrifice here. The Dodgers leading by a score of 2-1. to Pitch and it's in there for a goal strike. And he wasn't running on that one. Both Harkness at first and Neal at third on the edge of the infield grass. Action in the Mets bullpen. It appears to be Don Rowe, the bullpen located in the runway, way down in the right field corner.
2: We're back. We're back. Everybody
0: in. Now he squares to bunt and it's foul on the third baseline. Had the sacrifice on that time. Count goes to two strikes on Trazuski. As manager Walter Austin of the Dodgers is trying to move him up. Tomorrow is a travel day for the Mets, as they'll fly on to St. Louis and open up against the Cardinals on Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a doubleheader on Sunday. Willie getting his sign from catcher Coleman. Runners lead at first and second. Two-strike pitch, and it's way outside. Pitch out, throw to first, and he's out at first base. They picked him off. Willie Davis was the victim. Choo-Choo Gomez calling for a pitch out and fired down to Harkness. at first got him out, and Davis has been picked off. He read that one right. I saw him taking the long lead over there. And Choo-Choo fired it down and got it on him. So there's one man out. Roseburg is the runner in second, and the count is one and two to Trzuski at the plate. Willie is up and set. Here's a one-two pitch, and it's low for a ball, two and two. Pitcher Don Drysdale due up next. He's in the on deck circle with a jacket on. Drysdale came to the Dodgers, of course, when they still were in Brooklyn. Trizuski swings the bat. Pitch is low. So it's a full count at three and two to Trizuski. The Dodgers lead in this game by a score of two to one. There's one man out. Now Willie with the pitch, swung on, has the ground ball to third, Charlie Neal on a big hop, throws on, in time, no advance, now Roseburg at second, and right now in order to allow our stations to identify themselves, we pause for station identification.
1: Eight ten on your radio dial, WGY's connectivity, the voice of the Mets in the great northeast, the time is eleven thirty.
0: This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, Big Don Drysdale, the pitcher, right-hand batter, is up here with two men out and a runner in second. Drysdale has been up 23 times and has four hits. He has batted in one run this season. That pitch is low for a ball. Drysdale is 6 feet 6 inches tall, weighs 205 pounds. 26 years old. He came into his own last year for those 25 victories. There is the pitch in there for a call strike. It's one and one. Mr. Drysdale got to the first All-Star break with 15 victories last year. First man ever to do that. It looked for all the world as though he might win 30 or so. But settled for 25, which uh, Quite a season itself. Here's a one-one pitch. It's inside, low. It's two and one. Two men out. Roseboro, the runner at second base. Willie checks and deals. As a swing, a ground ball to third. Charlie Neal on a big hop, plays over to Tim Harkness in time, and he's out. So the side is retired without permanent damage, and in the bottom half of the second, the Dodgers got no runs on one hit, no errors, and one left at the end of two. It's the Dodgers two, the Mets one. Well, the year before the ball game tonight, they were playing the Mets song on the public address system. Meet the Mets. You've been listening to our broadcast telecast, you must have heard it. It's played before each game. It's played also at the Polo Grounds. And the Meet the Mets tune has now been recorded and it's available in a 45 RPM recording with a vocal on one side and an instrumental version on the other. To obtain your copy of the record, Meet the Mets, send $1 to Met Official Song, Polo Grounds, New York 39, New York. $1 to Met Official Song, Polo Grounds, New York 39, New York. Say uh, May is National Tavern Month. That's an especially good time to visit your friendly neighborhood tavern and enjoy a glass of Rheingold Extra Drive. Big Don Drysdale on the mound, warming up for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Roseboro was uh, on base, so he's taking his time donning the regalia. He's coming out there now. We'll be going to the top half of the third inning. And coming in here to tell you all about it is Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsey. Hi there, everybody. It's a 2-1 game. The Dodgers lead. That's coming up here in the top of the third. All the runs scoring as a result of home runs. A solo home run by Duke Snyder and a two-run home run by Tommy Davis. First pitch from Drysdale is low and outside to Chico Fernandes. A fastball for ball one. Chico batting 261. He has... Stance. Now he checks on a swing, but the bat gets part of the ball. The ball is dribbled down to Hemus in the first-base coaching box. One ball, one strike. Fernandez with one home run and three runs batted in. He's going back to get another bat. Dugout located about 120 feet away from home plate. Mets are on the first base side and the Dodgers on the third base side field dimensions this is a big ballpark although the figures on the wall indicate that it's not too large 370 in straightaway left field, 380 in left center, 390 in center left center 410 in straightaway center same dimensions on the right field side but the air is very heavy here at night ball does not carry too well Now Chico Fernandes back in the batter's box. Dodgers lead 2-1, and the pitch back to the plate by Drysdale is fouled straight back. One ball and one strike. Make it two strikes. There have been only seven home runs hit in the 11 home games the Dodgers have played in this homestand. Now Drysdale back to work, and he gets the ball hit right back at him. A one-hopper, the throw to first in time for out number one. So far this year, there have been 28 homers in 25 Dodger games at Dodger Stadium. 17 have been hit by the Dodgers and 11 by the opposition. Howard has the most. He has a total of six. Fairley has hit three, and Roseboro has hit three. There has been only one home run hit in the four games between these two clubs this year. That was by Howard in the 13th inning that won a game, 4-2 for the Dodgers. Here's Carl Woolley, the first pitch to him is a strike, a swinging strike for strike one. Carl batting 143. Of course, that one home run before this game, with the two in this game, a total of three in the series. Pitch back to the plate. One ball, one strike. Drysdale misses inside for ball two. Drysdale looking for the sign now winds and comes back to Willie. There's a foul ball out of play So the count evens up at two balls and two strikes Don Drysdale started out baseball at the second baseman He went to the mound when he grew suddenly in the latter stages of his high school career Here's a pitch back to Willie a swing and a miss for strike three So Drysdale has picked up his second strikeout in this game He started the game as the National League leader in strikeouts with a total of 59. He was tied with Sandy Koufax. So he has now taken the lead in that department. He has a total of 61. And with two out, the batter will be Charlie Neal. Neal grounded to second base his first time up. He's batting from the right-hand side. And he's batting 229. 229. The big one comes to the plate low with a change curve. It's ball one. Neal squaring around as though by he was taking all away. Sort of a protective measure too, just in case the ball might be a little bit high tight. Now the pitch back to Neal. Fastball. A swing and a miss for a strike one. Neal a hard swing at that blazing fastball. Colfax especially tough because of the sidearm motion. Should say Drysdale. There's a pitch back to the plate. Two balls and one strike. Koufax, a little bit like Ewell Blackwell, but not quite as tough. He comes off of the side, but there's a pitch back. There's a swing and a miss for strike two. Keep saying Koufax. I saw him before the game. I was talking to him. Should say Drysdale. It's two balls and two strikes. Now a new ball being asked for by Charlie Neal. But the ball stays in play. Home plate umpire Ken Burkhardt keeping the original ball in play. Dodgers 2, the Mets 1. And the pitch back is outside for a full count. Two men out here in the top of the third inning. Now Drysdale with a 3-2 pitch. He misses inside low with a fastball for ball four. The Mets get their first walk in the ball game. Charlie Neal going to first base, and that will bring up Ed Crane's ball. Ed flied out to left field his first time up. The ball was caught by Tommy Davis in foul territory. Davis playing very close to the left field line. The Dodgers shifting to the left field side all the way around. Throw to first base. Neal back in time. Cranepo being played a lot like Richie Asperin used to be played. Of course, he's being played much deeper by the Dodgers. He has more power. Again, the first base, but again, the tag by Farrelly does not come off as Neal beats the throw. Drysdale has improved his move to first base. He sets and comes to the plate to Cranepo. There's a hard swing and a miss at a high fastball for strike one. At batting 225 at the start of the ball game. Again to first base, not in time. There's one at bat in this game, dropping his average to 223. And the pitch back, again a fastball, again a hard swing and a miss for strike two. Both those pitches up right around the shoulders. Drysdale very fast up high. His fastball moves away from a left-hand batter. It's a real live fastball, his best pitch. Now Don sets and goes to first again. Again, Neil back in time. Drysdale stepping off the pitching rubber before going over to first base. He spins back off now to the plate and there's a little foul ball coming back out of play so they kind of hold it on too Ron Ferry playing first base Nate Oliver at second Dick Krasinski at short and Jim Gilliam at third base that's the defensive alignment for the Dodgers in the infield Roseboro giving the sign now Drysdale sets on the two strike pitch Outside, a fastball for ball one. In the outfield, Tommy Davis in left field. Willie Davis in center. Frank Howard in right. Dodgers lead two to one. Two men out here in the top of the third. Mets with a time run at first base. Here's a pitch to Crane Paul. It's outside and high again for ball two. this year with a record of four wins and four losses. Against the Mets, he is lifetime at four and one. Two balls and two strikes, and the pitch by the right-hander is popped up in foul territory over by the third base side. Gilliam is there, and he makes the catch to retire the side. In the inning for the Mets, no runs, no hits, there were no errors, one walk, one man left, and the score at the end of two and a half innings of play, the Dodgers two, the Mets one. Chug-a-mug.
1: Chug-a-mug? chug What? Chug-a-mug. 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 Gold's new wide-mouth container with a top that's so easy to open. You've never seen anything like it. You don't need an opener. You don't even need a glass. To open the chug-a-mug, you pull the tab on the top straight out, straight up, and pull it off. And you're all set to drink right from Chug-A-Mug's wide mouth. Chug-A-Mug holds the same amount of delicious Ryan Gold Extra Dry as the 12-ounce can. Cost the same, too. There's no deposit, no return. My
2: beer is Rhyme right
1: Gold, the dry beer. Chug-A-Mug is a new way to buy beer. Better get some today. chug a what you say. What a great way to drink Ryan Gold beer the new Chugabug, wherever Gold Extra Dry is sold.
2: What a great way to drink, Rheingold,
0: D. Two and a half innings in, the Dodgers lead 2-1 to one as a result of a two-run home run by Tommy Davis. For the Mets, the only run scored, a home run by Duke Snyder, so the Duke playing here in his hometown... Coming up with a home run in the very first time at bat against his former teammates. As we move to the bottom half of the third inning, the Dodgers will send up Nate Oliver, Gene, Jim Gilliam, and Ron Fairland. Oliver flies out to right field his first time up. So he is all for one. He's batting 263. Carl Woolley with a record of 4-2 and two just off a of fine three-hit shutout against the Giants now sets for his first pitch. So far he has given up a total of three hits. And the right-hander starts to work with a fastball high for ball one. Ken Burkhardt, the home plate umpire, at first base Chris Pelikoudis, second base umpire Frank Waltz and Jocko Conlon umpiring at third base right nearby Lero DeRosier. Next pitch back to the plate is low, a curveball for ball two. Jocko and Leo, very familiar people around baseball, and last night's game, Leo got to go to the shower just a little bit early. He was ejected from the game by Jocko Conlon. Also, Willie Davis. Now the 2-0 pitch by Willie, and it's popped up into shallow right field. Going back is Hunt, coming in is Cranepool. Cranepool calls, and he makes the catch. So Willie has out number one here in the bottom half of the third. The Dodgers lead 2-1, to one, and the batter will be Jim Gilliam. Gilliam had a 15-game hitting streak stopped last night. It was one short of his personal career high he had one time at hit safely in 16 consecutive games. He's batting left-handed against Carl Woolley. His first time up in this game, he lined the left field. And the first pitch is fouled back in the screen, a fastball. Strike one count. Gilliam batting 299. One home run, 10 runs batted in. Neal at third base, playing close in case of a bunt. Here's a pitch back, and there's a drive down the right field line, but it's going to curve foul. Foul by about six feet, the ball bouncing into the stands. Ball hit very sharply down the right field line. So, Willie on the long strike has an 0-2 count pitching to Junior Gilliam. The on deck batters run fairly. Outfield straight away. One man out and the pitch back to Gilliam. A fastball that misses low and outside for ball one. Willie's fastball, a sinking type fastball that moves away from a left-handed batter. Curve ball, a real good curve. He likes to work low. And he gets stronger as he goes along in most cases. Pitch back, a curve line to left field. Here comes Snyder over. He can't get to it. And he makes a great play and it stops from going through. And Gilliam holds at first base. Jim Snyder on a now you see it, now you don't pick up. He just flagged at that one. He had the half off a real tough chance as he tried to get to the ball, and he came up with the ball. If the ball had gone through, Gilliam would have had at least a triple. Saul Snyder turning in a fine play in left field. Gilliam holding at first base, and the batter now is Ron Fairley. He's batting 355. Actually, his double was the left center field, and Hickman tried to shoestring, and the ball got away, and he ended up on second base. First pitch is low for ball one. Barely in last night's game, the headed hero, he had two doubles and a single. He started tonight's action in third place in the National League batting race, trailing Dick to his is second, and Covington, who leads the National League batters. There's the throw to first base, but Gilliam back easily. Dodgers with two runs on four hits now. The Mets have one run, one hit. And the pitch to Fairley is a curveball. It's low for ball two. Ron a straightaway hitter. He likes to hit the ball outside the left field. He tries to pull the inside pitch. Now Willie back to the plate and he misses outside for ball three. That pitch of fastball just outside. Duke Snyder left field, taking a pretty good ribbing from the bullpen, located out there. It's the Dodger Bullpen. Of course, the Duke, a veteran of many, many years. All the years, but this one compiled for the Dodger Ball Club. At three and all, the strike is called as Willie comes to the plate with a curveball. He picks up his first strike. It's three balls and one strike. He's got an old friend out there, too. It's Don Zimmer. Don's one of those real likable guys that has a pretty good way of getting to you. Three balls and one strike now. Gilliam at first base not going, and the pitch is looked at for ball four. That'll move Gilliam on down to second base. Fairley gets first base free, and now here comes Tommy Davis, who has driven in both runs, scored by the Dodgers in this game. It was Tommy Davis's two-run home run in the first inning off Carl Woolley that gave the Dodgers a two-run lead. The Mets came back to close the gap by one run on a home run by Duke Snyder, and that's the way it stands, 2-1. to one. One out here in the bottom half of the third inning. Davis, a right-hand batter, and he's batting 264. He looks at a curveball for strike one. Action in the bullpen for the Mets now. Larry Bernard up and throwing, also Don Rowe. Don was up in the first inning throwing. Now time called as Ken Burkhardt takes off his mask and looks over at talks to the Dodger bench. Burkhart the umpire behind home plate. But he got to be a little careful when that mask comes off because that means something might happen. As long as the mask stays on, not too much trouble can take place. One strike count to Tommy Davis and Willie misses but catches a bat. Oh, the ball gets away. It bounces over by the screen. Here comes Billy from second base from On the pitch, it was a curveball in the dirt. It appeared possibly that it might have just glanced off the bat, but it didn't. The ball had bounced off of Choo Coleman's shin guards, rolled over to the screen. Scoring from second base on the play, Jim Gilliam. Choo Coleman had to move over to get the ball. Gilliam had a tremendous jump. He scored the throw two-home play was a bad throw. It scored an error on Choo Coleman, and the ball went into the dugout, and scoring all the way from first base on the play was Ron Fairley. So two runs in, it scored a wild pitch, and then an error on the catcher Choo Coleman. Coleman now arguing the possibility that the ball hit the bat. It appeared that it might have hit the bat because Tommy Davis tried to hold up. He checked his swing in time as the ball curved down in the dirt. Then the ball bounced off of Choo Coleman's shin guards about 110 feet away. again now 1-1 one and one, and now the pitch back to the plate to Davis. The curveball swung on and missed and caught this time. Strike two. Now the 1-2 pitch and there's a foul ball straight back. So got a hold of one ball and two strikes. two strikes the score 4-1 in favor of the Dodgers there's a the curveball pounded down in the ground to the third baseman Johnny Neal and foul Territory got a kind of holding one and two if you're keeping score on the play here comes Casey Stengel he's coming out to Dr. To Ken Burkhart if you're keeping score Stengel now pointing his finger at Burkhart and arguing the play a wild pitch that allowed both runners to move up one base. And then they both scored on the air by Choo Choo Goldman. Well, you don't go to many places where you see a posy manager getting a good hand from the home fans when he comes out to argue. Casey Stengel still discussing the play on Tommy Davis. And now going on back into the dugout. Now Carl Willey comes back to the plate and he's low with a fastball for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Well, he winds and deals to Davis, and there's a little ground ball pushed on down toward first base. Frame pool, Harkness picks it up, goes to first in time for out number two. All right. All right. Frank Howard steps in. Frank batting from the right-hand side. Struck out in the fastball his first time up. There's a hard drop ball foul down the third baseline. A curveball hung inside, pulled foul. One strike count. Howard batting 285. He has seven home runs and 23 runs batted in. in the batter's box waiting as Willie takes plenty of time. The score of 4-1 in favor of the Dodgers. Two runs in here in the bottom of the third. Two men out. There's one gone. deep into the bleachers located out in left field. That gives the Dodgers their fifth run. They now lead 5-1 to one, and the batter will be Johnny Roseboro but here comes Casey Stengel. Nate Oliver started the inning off by flying out to right field Then Jim Gilliam singled to left field. The ball could have gone on through but Duke Snyder made a fantastic play to keep the ball in play and hold Gilliam to a single. Then Ron Fairly walked. This moved Gilliam on down to second base. After working to Tommy Davis, here comes Don Rowe in the ballgame to replace Carl Willie. After working to Tommy Davis on the first pitch, Willie then bounced the curve in the dirt. The ball glanced off of the shin guards of Choo-Choo Coleman. Gilliam scored all the way from second base on the play. In trying to get Gilliam at home, the ball was thrown away. Ron Fairley scored all the way from first base to give the Dodgers a 4-1 lead. Two runs in in the play. Then Davis grounded out the first. Then Frank Howard closed the door on Carl Woolley with a long home run, his seventh of the year to left field. So coming in the ballgame now is Row and D- Carl Willy will go out. While we wait here, let's check the scores. In the National League, the White Sox took over third place in the National League by defeating St. Louis 7-6. Winnie pitcher was Alston. Home runs by White and Musial. Musial hitting his 469. San Francisco held on to their lead in the National League by defeating Philadelphia 10-2. They now lead actually by one and a half games over the Los Angeles Dodgers, defending, of course, on what happens here tonight. Winnie he pitcher now was Jack Sanford. He now is 7-3. After two and a half innings, Houston leads Pittsburgh 1-0. Burn Law going for the Pirates against Don Notabart. Cincinnati at Milwaukee postponed because of cold weather. Also some snow flurries there. The American League and a home run by Mickey Mantle is 413th. The Yankees won 8-7 to over Kansas City. The winning pitcher was Hamilton. Chicago defeated Washington 9-3. The winning pitcher was Horland. Ward a home run in that one. Baltimore defeated Detroit 2-1. The winning pitcher, Barber, his record now 8-3. Los Angeles defeated Cleveland 7-6. to The winning pitcher, Navarro. And... At Boston, the Minnesota Twins knocked off the Boston Red Sox 3-1. Jim Cotton was the winning pitch in that. He now is 3-4. Right here now, it's going to be Don Rowe. He'll be working to John Roseboro. Rowe working in his 10th ball game. He has worked 19 and two-thirds innings, and his first pitch is a fastball high for ball one. He has a record of no wins and no losses. Don from Compton, California, about 20 miles from this ballpark. There's a the pitch high. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Roseboro one for one in the game. He blooped the double, blooped the single to left field his first time up. And there's a curve that's over, a check swing, but a strike called. One ball and one strike. John batting 255. Now the left-hander comes back, and there's a hard-ground ball down to Harkness. He knocks it down, throws the first in time to make the play to retire the side. That ball was a smash to first base. It got by Harkness just about two feet in back of him. He turned around, picked it up, fired to row covering it first base in time to retire the side. But in the inning, the Dodgers score a total of three runs. They had only two hits. There were no errors. making it one error on Choo Choo Coleman. No one left on base. and The score at the end of three innings of play. The Dodgers 5, New York Mets 1. Well, as a special attraction, the New York Mets have set up an old-timers day to take place on June 22nd, just prior to the Philadelphia-Philly-New York Mets game. That's on Saturday, and you'll get a chance then to see some of your old-time favorites in action in the Polo grounds. The game is scheduled between the New York Stars of the American League, they'll be playing against the New York Stars of the National League, the players taken out of the metropolitan area around New York City. Former greats such as Hank Greenberg, Frankie Frisch, and many, many others, Johnny Murphy for one, all out there for you to see and relive some of their past glory. That Saturday afternoon, June 22nd, don't forget the tickets for the Mayor's Trophy game between the Mets and the Yankees at Yankee Stadium on Monday night, June 3rd, are on sale at all New York Mets ticket outlets. Tickets also may be attained by mail by writing the ticket manager, Polo Grounds, New York, 39 New York. Top of the fourth inning, the Dodgers lead 5-1 and Ron Hunt comes up for the second time. He's batting against Don Drysdale. And Drysdale with his first pitch, misses outside, low for ball one, a fastball. On struck out swinging his first time up. He tried to check his swing, couldn't do it. Ron so far in this game, has given up only one hit. That was to Duke Snyder, and that was a home run, accounting for the Mets' only run. Now Drysdale gets the strike, right at the knees with a fastball. One ball and one strike. Back to the plate, a curve, and it's called strike two. fooled by the curveball, started to swing and tried to hold up, but the ball was over. One ball, two strikes. Drysdale back with a fastball just inside. Two balls and two strikes. Now Don at two and two, and the pitch is just inside again for full count of three balls and two strikes. Unbatting 3-0-5. He leads the Mets batters. Right-hand batter, and the pitch back is fouled off and out of play. and two strikes. There's a bouncing ball hit foul down the third base side. While we wait for a ball to be put in play, we'll pause for station identification.
1: 810 on your radio dial, WGY, Schenectady. The time is now two minutes past 12 midnight.
0: Degrees. Rob Geiner along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, California. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Hunt. There's one hit right back to Drysdale. He flags it down. A line shot. And Hunt is out. And with one out, here comes Duke Snyder. Duke got a fine hand before his home run. Now here. Another fine hand after the home run. The home run accounting for the only run of the game scored off Drysdale. First pitch to Snyder is low for ball one. Snyder hit a high fastball into the right center field bleachers his first time up. There's a pitch back inside. It's two balls and no strikes. Well, as Lindsey Nelson pointed out, Duke Snyder and Don Drysdale were very, very close friends before... Duke was straighted away, and right now after the home run, I appear they're still friends because there were no knockdown pitches at all. There's a pitch inside. Three balls and no strikes. Trisdale has a reputation for being a pretty good barber on the mound. He has hit 77 batters in the major leagues. Last year he hit only six, which was a real good year for him. Pitch back to the plate it is a called strike for strike one. Three balls and one strike. That is home run, his seventh of the year. There's a pitch that's outside for ball four in the Duke walk. Second walk issued by Drysdale, and the batter coming up will be Tim Harkness. Tim flat out the center field his first time up. He's batting 247, a left-hand batter. not holding Snyder on, and the first pitch to Harkness has swung on a miss for strike one. Harkness having the pleasure of batting against Don Drysdale for the first time in his life, officially. Fastball back to the plate is high and outside. One ball and one strike. Drysdale was taught baseball by his mother. His mother used to catch him in the backyard. I guarantee you right now she couldn't catch him. He's fast. Here's the 1-1 pitch. There's a fastball looked at for strike two. One ball and two strikes. Johnny Padres, who was known as a fastball pitcher, has been sort of shunned aside. With Colfax and Drysdale going on the mound, Padres has actually become a curveball pitcher. One and two pitches fouled away. Padres, after his win over the Mets yesterday, he won it by a 4-2 score and struck out 10, was being interviewed by Jerry Doggett after the game, and he was sort of unhappy about the fact that no one talked about his fastball anymore. He said, with Colfax and Drysdale around, you can't look too fast. One ball and two strikes, one out. We're in the top of the fourth inning. The Dodgers lead five to one. The Mets with Snyder on at first base. And the one-two pitch to Harkness is outside for ball two. Two balls and two strikes now. Dodgers working on a seven-game victory scheme. Longest in the National League so far. Now the 2-2 pitch is swinging a miss for strike three. Curveball that time, Harkness going down for Drysdale's third strikeout. And with two men out now, the batter will be Choo-Choo Coleman. Choo Choo bounced back to Drysdale his first time up. He bats from the left hand side. Batting 183. Dodgers with two runs in the first and a two-run home run by Tommy Davis, and three in the third. Mets scored their only run in the second inning on a home run by Duke Snyder. Here's the first pitch to Choo Choo, fastball for ball one. Drysdale sets and comes back to the plate with a curve. A swing and a miss for strike one. One ball and one strike. Dodgers have lost only one game on this homestand. They leave here to play the Giants starting the series this weekend. There's a pitch called strike two, one ball and two strikes. The only game they lost, they lost to the Phillies. Cal McClish beat them five to one. Played the Phillies, the Pirates, the Mets. There's a foul ball coming straight back. Going right under the radio booth. And the cat holds it one and two. Giants today won 10-2. So they have increased their lead to one and a half games over the second place Dodgers. There's Drysdale and there's a swing and a foul off the catcher's glove. So Choo-Choo Coleman stays there at one and two. So that series this weekend between the Giants and Dodgers up in San Francisco should be mighty hot. I imagine they're getting out the water buckets right now. Although Maury Wells is injured, he has a calcium deposit, and he can't play. Change-up foul back. Morey has a sore toe, and the calcium deposit has made it so that he is unable to really walk too well. He's been taking shots of cortisone, and that has helped him in the past. Also, he'll get some x-ray treatments. They should help over the long run. Now we're one and two again, and the pitch to Coleman is checked on. It's low for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Two men out here in the top of the fourth inning. The Dodgers lead five to one. Three previous games have been very, very close. This one has spread out further than any of the others. Drysdale back, and there's a fly ball to center field. Willie Davis checks and then comes on in. And he makes the catch to retire the side. In the inning, no runs, no hits, no errors. One walk, a man left. And the score at the end of three and one-half innings of play, the Dodgers five, and the Mets one. Now a word from Viceroy Cigarette. I was calling the steps to the dance one night. Swing your partner and circle to the right. I took a breather after a while, and the bell of the ball walked up with a smile.
2: Ah, you smoke filters, I see. The
0: regular kind are too strong for me. Yep, I got a viceroy, just for you. You've heard about the filter. Mm, tastes good, too. Viceroy tastes the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got. The taste, that's right. That's right, that's, that's right. right. Well, we set out the rest of the dance. Change your partner. Uh, Not a chance. That's right. I want you to know, and I'll take all bets. If you smoke all seven filters, cigarettes, you'll find some too strong. Some too light. But Viceroy's got The taste, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's a 5-1 game as we go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. The Dodgers with five runs. The Mets have one. Dodgers have made five hits, and the Mets have made one. Willie Davis will lead off for the Dodgers. He'll be batting against Don Rowe, who came in the game in relief from starting pitcher Carl Willie. Willie worked two and two-thirds innings, was charged with all five runs. He gave up five hits, two of them home runs. He struck out one and walked two. Now Willie Davis batting for the first time against the left-hander, and the first pitch is fouled down the dirt and out of play for strike one. Davis walked his first time up and then was picked off by... Choo-choo Coleman. Davis, a left-hand batter. Very fast. And the pitch back is a curve high. One ball and one strike. Now Don Rowe looking for the sign. He works fast. And here's the pitch back to the plate that's outside. Two balls and one strike. Mets have a day off tomorrow. They move on to St. Louis. They'll be playing the Cardinals Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday a doubleheader. All those games coming your way. Now Rowe with a fastball, and the ball is lined the center field a base hit. Jim Hickman takes it on the second bounce, and Willie is on for the second time. That is the first hit off John Rowe. This is the second man that he has worked to. Johnny Roseborough, his first, was out on a ground ball. Here's the shortstop, Dick Drzewski. He's batting 250, a right-hand batter. Willie Davis, a fast man at first, and he draws the throw. Davis has eight stolen bases. Maury Wills has 11. There's a fun attempt, but the ball goes foul. The Friday night game in St. Louis will come your way New York time at 8.55. Saturday afternoon, we'll see us on the air at 2.25. And that Friday night game, Roger Craig is scheduled to pitch. Al Jackson will go to the Saturday afternoon game.
1: And the doubleheader
0: on Sunday, starting at 1.55 New York time, we'll see Carl Willie and Galen Cisco. There's a pitch out. This time the play to first base sees that Jim Harkness in too far, and he has no play there. Harkness missing the pitch outside and missing the fact that the play was put on. Willie Davis, a little more aware, was back to the bag anyway. There is the pitch set outside. So the ball count is two balls. The strike count is one. And Chuchu Coleman now arguing with Ken Burkhardt. Don Rowe was in last night's game. In fact, he was pitching when Willie Davis was thrown out of the game, trying to score on an infield out from second base. He was out at home plate and also out of the game. Here's the pitch to Trazuski. Way inside. Davis goes. The throw to second base is not in time. Chico Fernandez took the throw on the shortstop side of second base. And by the time he had moved to the bag, Willie Davis, with a good slide, falling away from the shortstop covering, was in there with a stolen base. That's his ninth of the year. <laughs> tough pitch to handle for Chuchu Coleman. The pitch was way inside. He had to move to his left and come up drawing. He got plenty on the ball, but the throw was just a shade to the left side, the shortstop side of second base. Three balls and one strike now. The count on Nick Krasuski, the shortstop. No one out here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. There's a foul ball hit out of play, and the count now goes to three and two. The on-deck batter is Don Drysdale. He is out there in the on-deck circle. Dodgers lead five to one here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Curveball hits to the second baseman sharply. A one-hopper hunt picks it up, throws the first in time. Willie Davis holding at second base on the play. That ball was hit so sharply that Davis had no chance to move to third. Right, say right now how about letting up a viceroy. Find out what we mean when we say Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Don Drysdale batting from the right hand side now in the batter's box. Batting for the first time against Don Raw. And he takes a curveball. It's over at the knees for strike one. Don bounced the third base off of the starting pitcher, Carl Willey. Carl Carl's a pitcher record on the losing side for the Mets so far in this game. He worked two and two thirds innings and gave up all five of the Dodger runs. They scored two in the first and three in the third. Now Don Rowe spinning around to chase Willie Davis back to second. Willie Davis stole off Don Rowe in last night's game. There's a curve bound slowly down to a third, a real tough chance. He one hand he dropped the ball. And it's a good thing he dropped the ball because if he had thrown the ball to first base in an attempt to get Drysdale, Willie Davis, who had rounded third, would have probably scored. It scored a base hit. Charlie Neal trying to make a bare-hand pickup. One time had the ball in the air, but it slid out of his hand. Well, Drysdale tops one down toward third for a base hit. And the Dodgers now have runners at first and third base. One out, and the batter will be the leadoff man, Nate Oliver. Well, if you didn't think that one might roll foul, did you? Well, I would say that uh, the way the... uh, Grass is slanted out here. The chances of that ball rolling foul would be like trying to, well, let's say, try to slide a ball off a cue table. There is no way. One out now. Here is Nate Oliver. Right hand batter and a swing of the curveball gets strike one. They've done just a little bit of work in this infield. Of course, the Dodgers, with all their speed, using the bunt many, many times, and the base paths are slanted toward the pitcher's mound. Slanted might be a little bit of a gross... Understatement right there because they're turned toward the pitcher's mound. Now the one-strike pitch by Don Rawl. Mets playing for the double play, and the pitch is in the dirt. Blocked by Chuchu Coleman, holding at first base is Don Drysdale. a little bit of gamesmanship being used here in this ballpark. Of course, they've had quite a few stories out of here in games with the San Francisco Giants. There's a curve, and it's a little bit low. Two balls and one strike. Giants have resorted to the same type play up there. They've found that dampness on the infield seems to slow some of those fast runners down, just a trifle, and sand, too, seems to be some sort of a hindrance. Now at 2-1, and one, and Oliver fouls the next pitch back on the screen. And the count goes, two balls and two strikes. Dodgers with five runs on seven hits. The Mets have only one hit off Don Drysdale. A solo home run by Duke Snyder. Oliver is 0-2. He has flied out to right field in his two at-bats against the Mets pitchers. He's batting 260. And the pitch is high for ball three. Three balls and two strikes. The on-deck batter, Jim Gilliam. Drysdale being held on by Tim Harkness at first base. Willie Davis, a fast man at third. Here's the set position. Drysdale does not go and the pitch is line to right field. Here comes Greenpool. He's going to make the catch. Here's the throw home. A good throw, but a little bit offline. Only at first base as Fully Davis scores is Don Drysdale. Greenpool had plenty of stuff on the throw. It got there in a hurry, but it was a little bit up the line. Choo-choo Coleman in trying to stay near home plate in case the ball would bounce toward that direction. Let the ball go on by, but Don Rowe backed up the play nicely, and Drysdale held at first base. That gives the Dodgers their sixth run in the game. Sacrifice fly for Nate Oliver. A run batted in, and the batter is Jim Gilliam. Jim batting from the right-hand side for the first time. And he swings and fouls the first pitch for strike one. Strike one pitch is just a little bit inside for ball one. Ken Burkhardt, the umpire, almost had the right hand up for the strike call. Six to one, Dodgers lead. Two men out in the bottom of the fourth inning. And there's a swing and a miss and a curveball for strike two. Gilliam one for two in the game. He has scored a one run. He's batting 3 06. Drysdale not being held on, and the pitch is hit out to right field. Greenpool moving in, and he makes the catch to retire the side. In the inning, the Dodgers score one run on two hits. There were no errors. One man left, and the score at the end of four: the Dodgers six, the New York Mets one. Now here to bring you up to date on all the scores throughout the league. Here is Lindsey Nelson. All right, Ralph kinda, let's check them out. Lots of action in the major leagues. First in the National League. This afternoon, the Chicago Cubs defeated the St. Louis Cardinals 7-3. The winner was Don Elston, working in relief of Buell, who started Schultz in the third, McDaniel in the eighth. And the loser was Diamondus Olivo. He had won none and lost three. Bill White, homeward for the Cardinals. And Stan Musial, homeward in the eighth, and nobody on for the cards. That is number 469 in his career in that ballgame went 11 innings. This afternoon, the Giants beat the Phils 10-2. Jack Sanford went all the way to get the win. He's won seven and lost three. And Alice Green was the loser. He's won one and lost two. The end of five innings tonight, the Houston Colts 45s lead the Pittsburgh Pirates 2-0. Vernon Law against John Notterbart. The game at Milwaukee between the Reds and the Milwaukee Bears is postponed because of cold and snow flurries. In the American League, in 11 innings, the Yankees beat the Kansas City A's 8-7. Did it when Mickey Mantle homered in the bottom half of the 11th. Number 413 in his career, Gino Simoli and Ed Charles had homered for the A's. The winner was Hamilton in relief, and the loser was Fisher. The White Sox beat Washington 9-3. Horland the winner. Daniels the loser. Pete Ward homed in the game. The Orioles beat the Detroit Tigers 2-1 as Steve Barber won, and Jim Bunning lost. The Angels beat the Cleveland Indians in 11 innings, 7-6. Navarro the winner, and Bell the loser. Fergosi, Romano, and Whitfield homered. Minnesota Twins this afternoon beat the Red Sox 3-1. Caught all the way for the win and early the loser. Lou Clinton home in the fifth with nobody on. Right here we're going to the fifth. Jim Hickman's at the plate and has a check swing pop. Going out towards second. Way back is Nate Oliver to make the catch. Well out in the short center field is a check swing pop. Out back of second. And Nate Oliver pulled it down. There's one away and that'll bring up Chico Fernandez, the shortstop. Chico has been up one time and he grounded out. pitcher it at first. The Dodgers are leading here by a score of 6-1 to one. The Mets so far have only one hit Off Drysdale and that was the home run by Snyder Here's the pitch in there for a call strike Larry Bernard Up and throwing the bullpen now for the Mets With Don Rowe due up next year Here's a pitch for Han and it's a foul ball Behind the Mets dugout Don Rowe has come out of the dugout, and he is on deck now for the New York Mets. Drysdale starts the motion. Pitch is swung on and fouled off on the ground, rolling out towards the Dodger dugout. Two-strike count now. Fernandez batting number eight in the batting order for the Mets. Here's a pitch in there for a call. Strike three. Two men out and nobody on base. Don is going to bat for himself. That's left. In and waiting. And the pitch on the way. He's in there for a call strike. It's big Don Drysdale. Reared back and fired. bill has been up four times this year, and he has one hit. That pitch is in there for a call strike. Two strike count. And the pitch. Missing low and away for ball one. One and two. We'll be on the air from St. Louis Friday night at 8:55 p.m. New York time. Here's the one-two pitch to throw, fired low. He cut it loose, but almost into the dirt. It's two and two. We're in the top of the fifth. With the Dodgers leading by a score of six to one. There is the swing in the miss as he gets thrown swinging, and Drysdale gets the Mets down in order. That's strikeout number four. And the top of the fifth, the Mets got. I got number five, I beg your pardon. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. And at the end of four and a half innings of play, it's the Dodgers six, the Mets one. Well, there are plenty of new young players this season. And, of course, it's still anyone's guess how many of them will stay in the big leagues. But here's something new that's already made it big with filter smokers everywhere. It's Viceroy's exclusive news slide-top case. Fresh proof like a box. It slides right open light, shut tight. It's the greatest improvement in cigarette packaging since the flip-open box. You open and shut it with one hand. Inside, Viceroy, the filter cigarette that tastes the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Yes, fans, if you smoke all seven leading brands, you'll find some taste too strong, just like the unfiltered chime, and others taste too light. They take all the fun and flavor out of smoking. But Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Both Viceroy in the exclusive slide-top case or the familiar softback. Either way, you'll agree, Viceroy's got the taste that's right. <laughs> the bottom half of the fifth inning, Ron Fairley's at the plate. He swings and pops it up to deep shortstop. Digging out is Fernandez. Still going back pedaling, he makes the catch for the out. So Ron Fairley has popped out. Before Fernandez got it, he was out there in uh, left center field. Here's Tommy Davis coming up. Had a home run into the seats and left. A two run homer in the bottom half of the first, and he grounded out to Harkness unassisted at first base in the bottom half of the third. Don Rowe with the pitch. Ah, Foul left to the right side and out of play. Carl Willie worked two and two thirds innings tonight. He gave up five runs on five hits, struck out one and walked two. The Dodgers are red hot these days. Pitches inside, missed everything, came out back, one and one. And of course, all around town here in Los Angeles already, baseball fans are talking about the World Series, which. Did not quite get to Los Angeles last year. Swinging the ground ball to the right side. Hunt takes it in short right. Throws on the first. not in time. And he is safe at first base. Hunt was about five or six steps in the outfield when he took that. When he scored as a base hit as Tommy Davis hurried on down to first base. Going to his left. Ron Hunt, of course, uh, had to try to turn his body to throw on to first base. The throw was down low, but Davis was there and it scored as a base hit. Frank Howard up. Frank got a home run. And the bottom half of the third inning. Wing and a miss. It's strike one. This fella has so much power that actually he doesn't have to hit the ball squarely to get it out of the ballpark. And he can look so bad on some pitches and then an inning or two later hit the same pitch right out of here. Tremendously strong fellow. Here's a pitch for It's a guard volley short. Fernandez up with it to hunt. He's out there. Let's throw to He's out there. That's a double play for the New York Mets. And for them, number 42 of this season. As that would go, 6-4-3. And in the bottom half of the fifth, the Dodgers got no runs on one hit, no errors, and none left at the end of five in Los Angeles. It's the Dodgers six, the Mets one. Well, right now we're getting into those wonderful days that we'll be having from now right on through to the end of September around New York. You know, no matter what you have in mind to do this summer, be it fishing or boating or tennis maybe, or just settling back with the radio to listen to the Mets baseball games, there's one sure way to enjoy it more. Yes, sir, a cold, refreshing glass of Gold Extra Dry. Wonderful days call for the wonderful taste of New York's favorite beer. A taste no other beer can match. And two little words, extra dry, tell you why Rhinegold tastes so good. They tell you that Rhinegold is brewed a long, slow, costly away for a flavor that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through. So why not enjoy a glass right now? We'll be going to the top of the six. Before we do, in order to allow our stations to identify themselves, we pause for station identification.
1: This is the voice of the Mets in the great northeast, WGY, WGFM. The General Electric Station connected in New York. The time, 29 minutes until 1 a.m.
0: This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Charlie Neal is up to lead off for the New York Mets. Don Drysdale into the windup, and the pitch is in there for a call, strike one. And again the pitch. Swung on and had to fly ball to center. Coming in is Willie Davis, and he makes the catch for the out. He got to the spot in a hurry. Got a good jump. Ed Cranville coming up. Playing right field tonight. He has fouled out to Tommy Davis down the left field line, and he has fouled out to Jim Gilliam off the bag at third. Dodgers sixth, the Mets one. Pitch is swung out, full foul on the ground, fielded by Salihemus in the coaching box at first base. This is the concluding game of a four-game set between these teams. Pitch is swung out, it's so a ground ball, it's short. Strzyski has it, he plays on the first inside, And Craneville has grounded out, short to first, two men out, nobody on Ron Hunt is coming up. Last time up, he smashed one back to the box. Taken by Don Drysdale, a line shot. Hunt struck out his first time up tonight. Casey Stengel batting Ron Hunt, number three in his batting order these days. Hunt steps out of the batter's box for a moment. With Don Rowe in the ballgame now, he bats left. Casey Single has five left-hand batters in here against Don Drysdale tonight. And that pitch is in there for a call, strikes to Ron Hunt. Pitch is swung on and foul back onto the screen and out of play. Roger Craig is scheduled to pitch for the Mets Friday night against the Cardinals. Jackson to follow Saturday afternoon, and Cisco and Willie on Sunday. Jay Hook is in the bullpen these days for the New York Mets. Here's a swing and a drive to second base, taken by Oliver. A line drive to second. Side, side, and out in order the to top of the six. No runs, no hits, no errors, not allowed. And at the end of five and a half, it's the Dodger six. The Mets one. Five here is Gold, the drive here. Yes, sir, that's the sign that tops on the hit parade in New York again this year. Seems like it always is, just like Rheingold is always New York's favorite beer. Year after year after year. Why? Because people like a dry beer best. Dry beer is naturally more refreshing. Rheingold is the extra dry beer. Extra dry for the extra refreshment the bright, clean taste that people want in a glass of beer and get every time that they order Rheingold. So why don't you give Rheingold a chance? Order up before yourself a refreshing glass of Rheingold, extra dry. Chances are you'll join the millions of people who sing out for Rheingold and say, my beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. It's beer as beer should taste. We're going to the bottom of the sixth. John Roseborough up to lead off for the Dodgers, facing left-hander Don Rowe, working for the Mets. Rowe has the side. Here's the pitch to the left-hand batter, and it's slow for ball one. Pitch is swung on and popped up toward shortstop. Fernandez waits, and he makes the catch for the out. So there is one away, and Willie Davis coming in. Walk, single, is still in the base and scored one run. Say, right now, why don't you open up or order up a cold glass of Gold, Extra Dry. That's beer's beer should taste. Don Rowe with the pitch, he tries to drag butt, Rowe over, can't get it, and uh, Hunt can't get it, he's on in first with a drag butt. He uh, executed it perfectly to the right side, and Don Rowe came off the mound, and uh, he couldn't get to it, and then Hunt tried to charge it, and he couldn't play it, and so it is a base hit for Willie Davis. Base hit number nine for the Dodgers tonight. And with a runner at first, one man out, shortstop, Dick Piszewski is up. Davis leads off the bag at first. Here's a throw over, it's not in time. He was picked over there by Chuchu Goleman. Bottom half of the second half, he had walked but the runners on first and second at the time. Here's a throwover, and Harkness, in trying to feel it, hangs a spike on the bag and almost trips. Ball rolls away. He picks it up. There's no advance by Davis. Harkness back in action tonight for the first time since he twisted his ankle in San Francisco last Saturday. Now the pitch to Triszewski, and it's in there for a call strike. Dodgers 6, the Mets 1. Mets 1 run, coming on a home run by Duke Snyder. This pitch is outside for ball. It's 1 and 1. And again, there is action in the bullpen of the Mets as right-hander Larry Bernard is up and throwing. So he said he's running, and here is the throw to second base, and he's out at second base. Well, he's still one before, but this time Chuchu with a perfect pick, got it down at his shortstop, Fernandez. And he had it on him with time to spare. So Willie Davis is out attempting to steal. Nobody on now, two men out. The count is one and two to Trusiewski at the plate. So twice tonight... Willie Davis has been on base, was picked off once, thrown out, stealing the other time. In between, he did steal a base. Here's the swing, the ground ball is short. Fernandez with a low throw, but he is out as Harkness digs it up. And Trzewski has grounded out, short to first, and in the bottom half of the sixth, the Dodgers got no runs on one hit, no errors, and none left at the end of six. It's the Dodgers' sixth, the that's one. Coming in here now to carry you the west of the way is Bob Murphy.
3: Thank you very kindly, Lindsay. We'll be going to the seventh inning. New York will be trying to get a rally going to get back in this ballgame. That's trailing six to one. Dodgers six runs, nine hits, no errors. New York one run, one hit, and one error. That one hit, a home run by Duke Snyder. The Los Angeles Dodgers will make their second visit to New York this year for a night game on Wednesday night, July the 10th, and that will be a makeup of the game that was rained out in New York on their first visit. That's right after the All-Star game. That means the Dodgers will be in for three nights in a row and then a day game for the four-game series. July 10th, 11th, and 12th night games, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday nights. And then Saturday afternoon, July 13th, will be a ladies' day game. Alvin Dark's National League champion Giants make their second visit to New York on Wednesday night, July 17th, and Thursday night, July 18th. So get your tickets early and plan to be a part of all the excitement and all the fun and all the noise the to Polo grounds next time the Giants and Dodgers come in. Now Duke Snyder up against Don Drysdale at the top of the seventh inning. Duke checks up on the swing and lets the curve go inside. One ball and no strikes. Tim Harkness is the on-deck batter and Choo-Choo Coleman behind the plate. Ball two, two 2-0. Duke has the only hit off big down, and that was a home run. For Snyder, his seventh of the year. Low, ball three, Drysdale behind him now, 3-0. Oh. Snyder walked his last time but right Crowd here in Los Angeles wanting Drysdale to get the ball over to Snyder. He does on the count, 3-1. Right side of the Dodger infield, back deep. 3-1 delivery. Ball four, inside and low, and Snyder walks. Dale has walked three, with Snyder drawing two of the three walks. Charlie Neal got the other. That brings up Tim Harkness. Harkness has flied to left center and been struck out. Check Swing, and the buzzer is a little bit high. One ball and no strikes. He really had the mustard on that one. Now, Don Drysdale off the stretch, and the pitch is over on the inside corner. A call strike, one ball and one strike. Down comes the pitch. A high drive off of a changeup deep to right field. Back is Howard on the warning track. It's gone, a two-run homer. Jim Harkness hitting his third home run of the year. The ball landing in about the second or third row of the seats in deep right, right next to the bullpen. Two runs are in on the home run by Tim Harkness. It is now a six to three ball game. Both Duke Spader and Tim Harkness have each homered in this game. It's now six to three, and the batter is Clarence Coleman. He pops the ball up on the left side near third base. Jim Gilliam under it. And Gilliam takes it for the out. One man away. Now here's the wind up, Hickman the batter.
0: A high fly hit
3: the left center field. Tommy Davis has room to be under this one, and Tommy makes the catch, retiring Hickman. Two down now in the top of the seventh inning. That'll break up Chico Fernandez. Chico hitless two times up tonight. It's grounded out pitcher to first, and he took a call third strike. Pitched by Drysdale, a broken bat pop-up toward the mound, easily fielded by Drysdale to retire the side. He jammed him, broke his bat, and then caught the pop-up. Two runs, one hit. No errors done left on. And now at the end of six and a half innings, the score, the Dodgers six and the New York Mets three. Let's listen now to an old favorite brought up to
2: date. beer is the name of my beer brisk and
1: bright refreshing brew gold flavors clean clear through it's not sweet or bitter that's why folks consider gold is the beer to buy and dry will tell you why gold extra dry has friends by the millions because it's beer as beer should taste brisk bright and clean clear through dry tells you why
2: slowly it's for no flavor rind taste you'll savor. Here is beer as beer should taste. That's the reason to make
3: haste. Next time you're out shopping in a tavern poppin', why not sing out clear and high, Rindgold Extra Dry. My beer is Rindgold, the dry beer. Think of Rindgold whenever you buy beer. It's not bitter, not sweet. It's a dry-flavored treat. Won't you try extra dry Rindgold beer? Last half of the seventh inning, the Dodgers have Don Drysdale leading off against Don Rowe. Rowe relieved in the third inning, replacing starting pitcher Carl Willey. Carl, who had given up only three home runs all year, tagged for two in the game tonight. Foul ball into the dirt near home plate, strike one on Drysdale. Big Don has one for two, an infield hit down the third baseline. Here we go. Now ball whacked back upstairs. This will be out of play on the count of strike two. The ball sounded like it hit a television camera or something. Now Rowe with a two strike delivery. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. In relief, that is the first strikeout for Don Rowe. Don has given up one run, four base hits. Now the top of the batting order for Pee-wee Oliver, the second baseman. He drove in a run with a sacrifice fly in the form of a line drive to Crane Pool and right in the fourth inning. Pee-wee officially is 0 for 2, but up three times and all three times hit the ball to Eddie Crane Pool in right field. Bunted foul ball. Ralph when the enemy bunts. That choo-choo looks like he's coming
0: out of a cannon. He comes out of those starting blocks in a real hurry. We were talking earlier about the way those foul lines are slanted toward the pitcher's mound here. And of course, with the speed the Dodgers have, they utilize the strange terrain right here along that line. They have the ponies, as they say, they have the men who can
3: really run. probably hope it rains before the Dodgers come in up for that weekend series. Inside and high, one ball, one strike. They've started the rain dance up there already. Seems to me they had some headlines written about that last year. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way, a swing and a miss by Wee. one ball and two strikes. Well, Alvin Dark's crew will have revenge on their eyes this coming weekend when the Dodgers go up there. The Dodgers swept the series with San Francisco here at Dodger Stadium. Pitch to Pee-wee Oliver is taken in the count even two balls and two strikes Now the 2-2 pitch Inside and high Oliver lays off and the string is out 3-2 and two. Los Angeles six runs, nine hits No errors. New York, three runs, two hits and one error. Foul ball. He checked the swing on a curve. It goes into the crowd. Don Matabart, following up his no-hitter, is pitching great ball again tonight. He has Pittsburgh shut out over seven innings. Houston three, Pittsburgh nothing at the end of seven. Outside and high, is ball four, and Peewee Oliver draws a walk. That is the first walk given up by Don Rowe, and it brings up Jim Gilliam. Gilliam has one for three, single to left center field in the third inning. Veteran Jim Gilliam batting at 3.03. throw to first by Rowe, not in time taken high, one ball and no strikes Gilliam saw his hitting streak come to an end last night, he had hit safely at 15 straight he came to an end in a tough way, he hit a couple of line drives real well that were caught Curve, a fly ball to right field. Cranepool running toward the line is getting there and makes the catch for the out. Eddie has been a busy man in right field in this game. Five foot in right field for Eddie Cranepool. That brings up Ron Fairley. He doubled in the first and came in to score on Tommy Davis' home run. Eddie Crane has picked up all five putouts against the first two men in the batting order, Pee Wee Oliver and Jim Gilliam. Ground ball fouled on the first baseline. Travel day tomorrow, New York flies to St. Louis. They open the Cardinals series with Roger Craig on Friday night. Now, throw to first, not in time. Dodgers have won 11 out of 12 on this homestand, and they have really gained ground. They've gained four games on the Giants. Off the outside corner, one ball and one strike. Don Rowe is scheduled to lead off at the eighth inning, and now Jay Hook has gone to work in the bullpen. In comes the pitch, curve hit fouled on the first baseline, no play. Profits a credit to Freddie Hutchinson and the Cincinnati ball club that even though they get off to a slow start, any time they talk about the pennant this year, they still say don't overlook Cincinnati. I'm sure you
0: can't overlook too many teams in this National League because they certainly are well balanced all the way through. Hutch now has his team playing 500 ball.
3: Grounded foul in behind Joe Becker. One ball and two
0: strikes. Well, it wasn't too long ago before they were saying that Walt Austin was out as manager here, but when they turned 11 out of 12 here at home, it certainly has changed that tune. The Dodgers are right in the race. You no longer hear any of those reports.
3: Pitch. Fly ball hit deep to center field. Back goes Jim Hickman. He's getting under it. Makes the catch on the warning path and straight away center field. Early really leaned into that one. More of a line drive than a fly ball. Hickman couldn't waste a moment getting there. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. And now seven innings complete. The score of the Dodgers six and the New York Mets three. They're in the eighth inning now in Houston. Houston three, Pittsburgh nothing. Don Manabart, five and one on the year, including a no-hitter, he is pitching for the Houston Colt 45s and the Deacon Vern Law for the Pirates. In day games in the National League at 11, the Cubs beat the Cardinals seven to six. Elston winning in relief and Diomedes Olivo, the loser in relief. Bill White and Stan the man had home runs for Musial, his sixth of the year and career-wise 469. Sanford all the way as the Giants beat the Phillies 10-2. He's now 1-7, dropped three, and Dallas Green was the loser. Cold weather wiped out the Cincinnati-Milwaukee game. Mickey Mantle won it for the Yankees in the 11th inning in the Yankee Stadium. The Yanks beating Kansas City 8-7. Winner in relief, Steve Hamilton, and loser in relief, Bill Fisher. The White Sox behind Joel Harlan beat Washington 9-3. Steve Barber won his eighth of the year as the Orioles beat the Tigers 2-1 and Jim Bunning. In 11, the Angels beat Cleveland 7 6. And in a day game, the Minnesota Twins behind Jim Cott's seven hitter down the Red Sox 3 1 and Arnold Early. Now Cliff Cook has come out to hit for Don Rowe as the game goes to the eighth inning. A fly ball hits the short right field. Out goes Oliver. Coming in is Frank Howard. Oliver takes it.
0: How would you like to be a guy like Oliver about that size? He's only around five, eight, or nine, running out with his back to the infield, not knowing really where Frank Howard was coming from, and hearing that big fella, six foot eight, thundering in on top of you. That takes a little bit of courage. That was certainly sound like a thundering herd.
3: One away and nobody on. Charlie Neal up now against Don Drysdale. Charlie 0 for 2, Draw walk in the third inning. Dodgers six and the Mets three. Charlie bluffs at a bunt, then takes the pitch, and it's over, strike one. Don Drysdale has only given up two hits. They were both home runs. By Snyder, nobody on, and by Harkness with a man on, Duke Snyder. A high, twisting foul fly down the right field line and over toward the crowd. No play for Frank Howard. Don Rowe did a good job in relief tonight for Casey Stengel. Check swing and a foul ball, no play. Don went four and a third in relief of starting pitcher Carl Willey. Allowed one run, gave up four hits. He walked one and struck out one. This will have a new pitcher, either Larry Benarth or Jay Hook, in the last of the 8th Outside Half-fat and low, one ball and two strikes down to Charlie Neal. one and two. A foul ball it high in the air and back toward the crowd out of play. Drysdale has walked three, struck out five. High breaking ball taken in the count two and two. Throughout this fellow has to be about as tough as a pitcher for a right-hand batter, as you can find around nowadays. That's it, Strike three.
0: Charlie started to go, up, then held up, and it was over. Well, his record certainly indicates that he is one of the real great pitchers. One thing about Dunn is the fact that even though he does throw that hard, he has fantastic control. He keeps the ball exactly where he wants, it, wants the ball to go, and he works the corners very, very well. Here's the windup, up pitched by Drysdale. Crane hits a ground ball that is
3: run down by Trzyzewski. The throw, didn't have a great playback. It's Trzyzewski to rob Eddie Crane Bull kind of a base hit. That's a sparkler in the field by Trzyzewski going far to his glove side to come up with it. Mets out in the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And now at the end of seven and a half innings to score, the Dodgers six and the Mets three. And now a word from Viceroy Cigarettes.
1: We're the Brothers Four. We were down in the streets of Laredo. We were down in Laredo one day.
0: Here, try our favorite, Viceroy.
1: It tastes the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Mmm, nice. They're my brand forever, cause they taste just right. So folks, if you're not smoking,
3: On to Hurl now for the New York Mets. He'll be pitching to Tommy Davis, Frank Howard, and Johnny Roseboro. Larry from Belmore, Long Island. Making his seventh outing all in relief, he has given up only one earned run so far this year. And has a glittering earned run average of 1.13. His finest moments have come against the uh, National League champion San Francisco Giants. Larry has worked a total of nine innings in relief against the Giants without giving up an earned run. That's on three different relief occasions. So Larry Bernard is on for the eighth inning. Don Rowe worked four and a third, gave up one run, four hits, walked one, and struck out one. Carl Willie, who started, left the game in the third inning with two down, gave up five runs, five hits, walked two, and struck out one. Pay crowd tonight, 22,714. Tommy Davis has two for three, a single and a two-run homer. He got the Dodgers off to the early lead with a two-run homer in the first inning off Carl Willie. Ground ball bounced slowly towards short. High hop that can't be handled by Chico Fernandez. That ball took a bad hop. Chico was coming in to play the ball. It suddenly hit something and really went flying up into the air. Score in a base hit for Tommy Davis, his third of the game. He now is three for four. Now the hitter is Frank Howard. Frank has a home run and three times up. He homered in the third inning with a drive to the left field bleachers, about 370 feet out. Hey, hey, hey. Now, Bernard's up in pitching position. Howard around to bunt, Bunts, and it's a fair ball. Larry off the mound. Looks to first. Throws there. Harkness takes the throw. And Frank Howard punched Tommy Davis over to second. And as Howard went down beyond first base, he suddenly stumbles and falls. Getting ahead now as he comes back to the dugout. Now Johnny Roseboro comes on to hit. Roseboro has one hit in three times up. Roseboro hitting at 252. Six to three, Dodgers in front. Last of the eighth inning. Ground ball off the pitcher's glove behind second. Run down by Fernandez, thrown to first, not in time. He beats it out for an infield hit. Moving on to third goes Tommy Davis. Now the Dodgers have runners on first and third one down. Willie Davis coming up and right here. Let's pause for station identification.
1: The voice of the Mets in the great northeast, WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. The smoothest sound around. The time is two minutes past 1 a.m.
3: batter facing Larry Bernard he has a perfect night at the plate going a ground ball foul on the first baseline Dodgers now have runners at first and third on two infield hits one on a bad hop and the other off the pitcher's glove that was finally run down by Fernandez but he did not have a chance to throw him out Dick Triszewski is the on-deck batter. Time call for just a moment. Joe Becker talking to Johnny Roseboro at first base. Larry Benarth looking in now for his sign. A throw of first, None in time. Roseboro hopping back to the base. Now Tracy Stallard and Jay Hook warm up for New York and Ron Peronofsky for the Dodgers. Through to first, not in time. In the 13-inning game on Sunday, Peronofsky hurled seven scoreless innings in relief to pick up the victory. He busts the ball, foul, back toward the screen and out of play. Willie Davis was trying to drag a bunt, he was going for a base hit as much as anything else to get Tommy Davis in. When Willie Davis is going good, you'll usually see him trying to bunt for a base hit at least once a game. He bunted for a hit his last time up in the sixth inning. He has drawn a walk tonight, single to center, and bunted for a base hit, two for two. Larry Bernard taking his sign now from Juju Coleman. Two strike delivery, swinging him as He struck him out. Larry Benard fans. Willie Davis. He got him on a high hard one. That'll bring up Dick Przysuski.
2: shortstop.
3: Last year, Przysuski was the shortstop for Spokane, Pine Pennsylvania. Przysuski, a right-hand batter, hitting at 241. He has been held hitless than three times up in the game tonight, grounding out to the infield all three times. In the dirt, Choo Choo digs it out. One ball and no strikes. Runners on first and third, two down. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike on Dick Trzewski. Walter Alston made a move to tighten up his infield defense and put Dick Trzyski on short, moved Mari Wells to third. Wee Oliver had to go out of the lineup. He was hit with a virus for a few days. Gilliam came in, and Gilliam got red hot. One ball, one strike. Now the throw to the plate by Bernard safe to run slants out. Barry Bernard got confused. Roosevelt thought he had Benard snapping and broke for second. So Benard whirled and started to throw to second then realized that Tommy Davis was flying home. So he wheeled back around and threw the ball low in the dirt by the time Choo Choo could dig it out. The run was in and the Dodgers lead 7-3. Double steal by the Dodgers gets them a run. It'll be an earned run second given up this year by Larry Bernard. Dick Trusky is the hitter. One ball and one strike. Curve is over at the knees for a strike one and two. Larry started to make a play on Roseboro, who pulled off a delayed steal attempt going to second. Then realized he'd better come home with it but in his haste he threw it in the dirt. So the Dodgers pull off the double steal to get a run. Pitch to Trzynski, outside and high two and two. Unusual double steal in that it was not on a pitch to the plate. Roseboro simply thought he caught Benarth napping and took off, and it did startle Larry. Two down, Johnny Roseboro on second. Now Benarth looks the runner back towards second. Here's the pitch. Fastball inside and a full count, three and two. This three game series has drawn 86,363 fans. Now, Ron Hunt makes a run on Johnny Roseboro to pull him back closer to second. Full count, three and two on Dick Trzewski, last of the eighth inning. Dodgers are with a four run lead. He holds up on the swing a little bit high, ball four, and that'll bring up Drysdale. Drysdale has one hit and three times up. He beat out an infield hit down the third baseline in the fourth inning. He didn't really have to beat it out. He took a big swing and the ball topped Rolled slowly down the line. By the time Neal could reach it, he had no chance to throw him out. Two out and two on. The pitch to Drysdale, a slow roller toward Ron Hunt. Ron digs it out of the dirt. Pegs to Harkness and the side is out in the last half of the eighth inning. In the Dodger eighth inning, one run, two hits, no errors, and one left on. And now eight innings complete, the score of the Dodgers, seven, and the New York Mets, three. Well, we're happy to say that the New York Mets yearbook has proven so popular, it now has gone into a second edition, with the first edition completely sold out. You know, the second and revised edition contains biographical and statistical data on Duke Snyder, Eddie Cranepool, Ron Hunt, and Carl Willie. This four color book with Mr. Met on the front cover contains over 100 pictures of your favorite Mets, as well as many special articles and stories about Casey and the coaches, beautiful Shea Stadium, which is coming along out on Long Island, and the news media around the scoreboard. Also, you'll learn about the farm system, of the New York Mets, and many other interesting items. You'll enjoy having it in your baseball library, and to get your copy, Of the revised 1963 Met Yearbook, simply send 50 cents to Met Yearbook, Polo Grounds, New York 39, New York. Now we go to the ninth inning, New York needing four to get even as they come on against Don Drysdale. Drysdale has given up just two hits. Both have been home runs. Duke Snyder and Tim Harkness connecting. Drysdale winds and pitches, and Ron takes it outside, ball one. Ron has had two line drives caught in the infield tonight. This time he hits a towering pop foul back at the plate. Coming back, Johnny Roseboro. He has room and grabs it for the out. One away and nobody on. That'll bring up Duke Snyder. Don Drysdale trying to win his fifth game of the year and not his fifth complete game. Big right-hander winds and pitches. Duke gets a high fly to shallow left center. Moving out goes to shortstop, and Trzuski makes the catch for the out. Two down. Say, do you know why Gold tastes so good? Well, dry tells you why. Tells you that Gold extra dry is blue-brewed the long, slow, costly way for a flavor that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through. Now Tim Harkness up with two down in the ninth inning. And the pitch inside, ball one. Well, Pittsburgh may have something going against Don Notapart in the ninth inning in Houston. Notapart has been relieved in favor of Don McMahon. Ball two, it's 2-0. Two oh. Colt 45 leading, 3 to nothing, going to the ninth, but a pitching change has been made. McMahon replacing Notapart. Outside and low, ball three, 3-0 three oh on Tim Harkness. Dodgers seven and the Mets three were in the top of the ninth. 3-0 delivery. He takes all away, and it's in there for a strike three and one. Juju Coleman standing in the on-deck circle, hoping that Harkness can save him and turn it bad here in the ninth. A high fly ball to short left field. Should be a ball game. Coming in is Tommy Davis, and he has it for the out. The game is over. And so the Dodgers... On a strong two-hitter by Don Drysdale has swept the four-game series here at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. In the ninth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Final score, Dodgers seven and the Mets three. We'll have the wrap-up on the game for you in just a moment. Hey, do you know what month this is? Well, it's May all right, but more than that, it's National Tavern Month. This is the month that the brewing industry salutes tavern owners for their part in making beer truly our national beverage. And so the people at Leapman Breweries would like to take this opportunity to extend their best wishes to the thousands of taverns in the New York area who serve you refreshing Rheingold Extra Dry. You know, they'll tell you that gold is beer as beer should taste. They know that gold is brewed the long, slow, costlier way. Brewed Extra Dry for a taste that's extra refreshing. So why don't you visit your neighborhood tavern and celebrate National Tavern Month with a glass or two of cold, refreshing, rain gold extra dry. Final score, Dodgers 7 and the New York
0: Mets 3. And for the wrap-up on tonight's game from Los Angeles, here's Ralph Kiner. Well, the New York Mets sent out their ace pitcher, Carl Woolley, to try and stand the tide of the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers going into tonight's game at 1-7 in a row, 11 of their last 12 games. Willie, just off a fine three-hit shutout against the San Francisco Giants, couldn't do the job. He worked two and two-thirds innings, gave up a total of five runs. He allowed five hits while striking out one and walking two, and Willie became the losing pitcher in the ballgame, and his record is four and three. The Dodgers started off with a two-run home run in the first inning by Tommy Davis. They added. Three more runs in the third and a home run by Frank Howard. A wild pitch and an error. They topped one more run on top of that to make it six when they scored a run from third base in a sacrifice fly. And then they added their final run of the ball game, their seventh in the eighth inning on a double steal against Larry Bernard. The Mets used three pitchers, Carl Woolley, Don Rowe, and Larry Bernard, in trying to stop the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers, by winning, kept pace with the San Francisco Giants. They won their game today 10-2. The Dodgers now trail the Giants by one full game. They'll be going up to San Francisco for a weekend series against the first-place team of the Giants. For Drysdale, the winning pitcher, his fifth win of the year, he has lost four games, fully his record 4-3 and now. Drysdale achieved a milestone in his career when he struck out his 1,300th batter in the major leagues. That was Don Rowe. Later on, he added one more, and he now has a total in his career of 1,301 strikeouts. The hitting star of the game for the Dodgers was Tommy Davis. Tommy Davis had three for four. He had a home run and drove in two runs. Also driving in a run, Nate Oliver and Frank Howard had a home run his eighth of the year in four times to the play. For the Mets, they scored their three runs in the ballgame on two home runs. The only two hits picked up against Drysdale. One of them a solo home run by Duke Snyder in the second inning. The other a two-run home run by Tim Harkness in the seventh. Snyder was on base. Final score of the ball game, the Los Angeles Dodgers seven runs, 11 hits. They made no errors, left five on. The Mets had three runs, two hits, one error. They left two men on base. 22,714 people in the stands paid a total of 86,363 people to see the four-game series. The Mets will have tomorrow off. Then they will play the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis on Friday night. Roger Craig is scheduled to go for the Mets Game time will be at 8.55 New York time. They'll play a Saturday afternoon game against the St. Louis Cardinals with Al Jackson scheduled to go on that one. Game time at 2.25 New York time. Then on Sunday, a doubleheader with Carl Woolley and Galen Cisco scheduled for the Mets. Game time at 1.55. Well, that's the story from Los Angeles. The Los Angeles Dodgers winning the ball game by a score of 73. They have now won eight in a row, 12 of their last 13. They move on to San Francisco. The Mets move on to St. Louis. This broadcast came to you through the courtesy of Liebman Breweries, Brooklyn, New York, brewers since 1837, and the Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation, B&W, the mark of quality in tobacco products, and is authorized under radio rights granted by the New York Mets solely for the entertainment of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the New York Mets is prohibited. Right now, I would like to remind you to enjoy Viceroy Cigarettes. In the familiar softback or news slide top case, Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Now this is Ralph Kiner saying so long for Bob Murphy, Lindsey Nelson, our statistician Matt Winnick, our producer Joe Gallagher, our engineer Dick Gurnett, and for Rheingold, Rheingold extra dry. Those two little words extra dry tell you why Rheingold is beer as beer should taste. Why Rheingold is preferred by more New Yorkers than any other beer. Rheingold is brewed from the very choicest ingredients through the long, slow, costlier way for flavor that is brisk and bright and clean clear through. So fill up your glass with a nice, cold ice-cold, refreshing glass of good Gold Extra Dry. Final score of the ballgame, the Dodgers 7, the Mets 3. So long, everybody. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network.